0: Welcome to the Women Wives Warriors podcast where we spill the tea and clean it up. From infertility to infidelity, from breaking glass ceilings to uncomfortable waiting seasons, from pop culture to Jesus culture, honey, we tackle it all. So hopefully you're here on purpose, but if not, God makes no mistakes. So get ready to eavesdrop on conversations with celebrities and local heroes as we get intimate about the superpowers they've discovered and the innate champion within every woman. Let's go. Hey, Warriors. I'm your host, Dacia James-Lewis, and it is good to be back in the saddle. I took a much-needed spring break, me break, mental health break, a burnout break, a whatever you want to call it. I took it. No, really. I just celebrated my birthday in March. And for those that don't know, I celebrate the entire month. Okay? And I had an amazing time of fun, followed by some much needed R&R, which I encourage all of my warriors to do. Self-care is so important. So whatever that looks like for you. Be sure to do it. Now, let's get into it. We are coming off the heels of our last series on friendship, and clearly the saints are loving it. I have received so many messages about how it blessed y'all. So I am super grateful that you guys were touched by it and impacted by it and growing by it because I know I learned a lot I received a message recently from a listener who said, and I quote, those two episodes on friendship saved one of my friendships. My friend just didn't know she was about to get cut. Thank God I tuned in. <laughs> Listen, she was about to axe someone. OK, but I do understand because some of us need to grow and heal because we get offended way too easily And then when someone is honest and tells you the truth, the saints don't digest it well, sitting in the corner creating false narratives instead of acknowledging how they can do better. Just chalk it up to growing pains like we all need them. I raise my own hand, okay? That being said, if you haven't listened to the Friendship episodes, be sure to do that. Now, today, mm -hmm, I am hopping in and binding up this spirit of indecisiveness, Okay. In the name of Jesus, it is running rampant in these streets and literally holding us hostage. And where God is taking us in this season, warriors, we have no room to be indecisive. I heard this story about a woman who felt like she was in a desert season. The world had stopped due to the pandemic and she didn't know what was next for her. But one day she received a message and an opportunity was presented that required some very difficult decisions to be made. She hit her knees asking God if she should move towards the opportunity or stay where she was. After days of fasting and praying, she became frustrated feeling as if God hadn't given her a clear answer and she didn't feel comfortable making a decision without confirmation from God. A prophet came to town and she thought, yes, This is the perfect opportunity to get an answer. I'll ask the prophet. After the church service, she went up to the prophet, explained her situation and eagerly asked, what should I do? The prophet looked at her and said, what do you want to do? Puzzled, she walked away. She hadn't thought about that. Was it that simple? Many of us get stuck in the what should I do phase without asking the question that should follow that. What do I want to do? Now, let's put this into context, though, because I'm not talking about people running around these streets just doing whatever they feel. I'm talking about those that have consecrated their lives to God and seek him for wisdom and guidance. We ask God. Now we're waiting for a clear answer and indecisiveness kicks in and we find ourselves tethered to uncertainty, demanding that God speaks. But could it be that God is waiting for us to move? There's a scripture that is near and dear to my heart and it's Psalms chapter 37 verse 23. It says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And what gives me comfort from reading the scripture is that if I misstep, if I turn the wrong way, if I make a mistake, that God will reorder my steps to ensure that I reach the final destination that he has for me. I truly believe that all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. If we are seeking the purposes and plans of God, then according to his word, he will instruct and guide us with his eye. He will order our steps. Sometimes we take that scripture, be still and know that I am God, quite literal, refusing to make a decision for fear. We will make the wrong decision, forgetting that even if we do, God has the ability to reroute us. I was reading this devotional by Marshawn Evans Daniels on indecision, and this one part took me out. She said, if you find yourself afraid to move until you hear God speak, that is fear. The belief that we have to get it right or we'll somehow step out of grace stems from the fear that if we're not careful, we're going to mess up our lives. When you really think about it, um, it's almost arrogant for us to even think that we have that much control over our own lives. Remember, the scripture says we can throw the dice, but God is still going to determine how they land. So as I really delved into this devotional, I thought, wow, we really need to get out of our own way because that fear can paralyze us. The scripture reference was Ecclesiastes 11 and 4, the Living Bible Translation. I love the way it breaks this down. It says, if you wait for perfect conditions, you will never get anything done. Literally, he who observes the wind will not sow, and he who regards the clouds will not reap. The second part was the New King James Version, but in essence, It's saying that a person will wait for conditions or circumstances to be conducive to what seems right in their mind before taking action. We know what that's called, right? Analysis paralysis. Analysis paralysis describes an individual or group process when overanalyzing or overthinking a situation can cause forward motion or decision making to become paralyzed, meaning that no solution or course of action is decided upon within a natural time frame. It's a cycle. You have a question, then fear sets in, whether it's fear of failure or fear of rejection, it sets in. Then instead of moving towards the thing you have been called to do, you psych yourself out and decide you need to think on this thing some more. Convincing yourself that you will take action in the future. But again, it is a cycle. So you end up repeating the same thing, leading you back to the initial question, fear sets in again, and then you think on it more, step and repeat. Analysis paralysis is a form of procrastination. Author Steve Young said it like this, you feel some aversion to going forward. You convince yourself that the problem is that you haven't given it enough thought, done enough research or really figured things out enough to get started. As you mentally shift the idea of taking action into the future, your tension subsides and you delay it some more. To make it plain, we are here overthinking, overanalyzing, overpraying and overresearching our way out of an opportunity that could change our lives for the better. I mean, literally sitting here, fasting and praying, Rosh debating on whether God has said to move or not. But I want us to move forward using God as our GPS. Have you ever found yourself on a straightaway for a very long time? We know it says that we will be on the same road for 30 miles, But we keep looking for confirmation from that GPS to ensure that we are on the right track, disregarding the fact that the GPS already told us we're good. But the worry and fear of missing a turn have us constantly looking for verification. But just like our GPS reroutes the moment we get off course, God will do the same. One thing that I've come to realize is that sometimes God is speaking when he's saying absolutely nothing Marchand echoes this by saying, what if God speaks most powerfully by saying nothing at all? I mean, what if God is looking down like, girl, that is what I gave you a mind for. You decide. I am with you whichever route you take. And I am gracious enough to notify you if you need to take a different route. Shout out to Marshawn for really breaking this down, revealing that our fear of messing up is in actuality a subtle but toxic form of perfectionism that pollutes our ability to use the mind that God gave us. Whew, that's so good. And I agree with her. We are hyper-spiritualizing the obvious. We won't know 100% of the time exactly what God's will is, and we don't have to look for confirmation in every possible avenue. That's fear not faith. So listen to all my warriors out here. Don't let indecision stifle your journey. God is with you. Trust that he has your best interest in mind and your steps are ordered, period. If you are walking in obedience and heeding to the voice of the Lord and his word, then trust that God has got you in every decision. Follow your peace. God is peace. Even if you can't see clearly or the vision is blurred. Oh, that reminds me of this time when I was driving. Oh my gosh. And the fog was so thick that I could not see the road ahead of me. So how do you drive in the fog? This is going to test uh, some of y'all driver's educational skills right here. But when there is fog, what do we do? We reduce our speed and proceed with caution. Following the right edge of the road As our guide. And just like that shoulder on the road that alerts us that we are veering off path, God will put us right back where we need to be. Now, that is a word. He is our guiding light. So if you feel like you are in a delay or that you've missed the mark, should have married that person or took that job or went to that school, I challenge you to lean into God. Get out of your own way, irrespective of what you think. The way that you see it is not the way it truly is. Don't let what you see or don't see stop you from moving. Press in to hear God. And if you feel like you can't hear a clear answer, then take a leap. Faith is jumping into the water, knowing that God is the life vest that will keep you afloat. Love you guys. Well, Warriors, that is it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. In the meantime, y'all be sure to go get this devotional. It's called Believe Bigger by Marshawn Evans Daniels, another warrior out here in these streets. All right. Don't forget to like. And if you are an avid podcaster like myself, be sure to subscribe. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. And if you are a real one, go ahead and join our private Facebook group for prayer and accountability. At the end of the day say see ya I'm signing off be bold be brave and most importantly be you